Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Who's there? I am. And who is who is I am? I am M.M. Come down, motherfucker. <clears throat> Good night, people. Okay, we got a bunch of idiots. Bunch of humans. Got a bunch of them humans showing up. I knew it. Got a, That's why I don't turn on the mics, you know? Oh, well. I thought, actually, the, the, the level of uh, idiocy has gone down a little bit over the last day or two. Uh, most of the real idiots are so stupid and short in attention span that they've already forgotten about Skycast and gone on to start annoying people in other places. So that, that's the one good thing about morons is that they, they can't really stick with anything for very long. <laughs> Thank goodness. Thank Bob. Okay, now we got some people coming in. The mics are all muted. Anybody who wants to talk is going to have to message me. And by the way, it is tonight is the night to shave your head. Tonight's the night. Tomorrow is uh, the the first day of the 260th moon. And um, and in order to place yourself in alignment with the cosmic universe, as opposed to the mundane. Uh, 8 to 5 Monday through Friday workday wage slave universe uh, that the Gregorian calendar instills in your brains um, if you shave your head on the night before every new moon then your head becomes a calendar and, it, and your head actually reflects the real universe but what a crazy idea why would anybody want to be in alignment with the real universe, you know, when they can go watch TV and, uh, you know, and buy some new tennis shoes, you know? Being in alignment with the universe? Duh. You guys are awfully quiet. Nobody's asking for the microphone. Nobody wants to talk. Well, I might as well just unmute everybody since I think the morons have gone. You know, no. Okay, so I think the the really ridiculous morons have gone. So the mics are open. If anybody's interested in actually talking. Uh, who am I talking to here? This is Chuck Notifee. 
Yeah, I came in at the tail end of that last comment. What What's that about? I don't know. What was I? I was just rambling. Something about shaving your head. And oh yeah. Being in. <laughs> yeah, that. Well, I always shave my head on the night before. I just got through shaving my head. I always shave my head on the night before the new moon. The new moon is tomorrow. Wow. Let's see. I don't even have my. I don't have my program open. It tells me. Well, I can tell you, it's the new moon is tomorrow. I know. I follow this. This is, uh, like I say, part of my plot to actually live my life in alignment with the real universe, not the the sham uh, that that I was taught by my parents and my TV and my teachers and all the other idiots that inhabit this planet. I tell you, I just, I've wasted, I mean, I've pretty much wasted most of my life on that shit right there. Um, Which shit is that? Uh, religion, politics, all that bullshit. Yeah. Well, how old are you? 28. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> you can't, you, you, listen, you're lucky to have woken up as early. You're lucky to have woken up at all. When did you realize that you had wasted your whole life? How long ago? Uh, about, about three weeks ago. Oh, really? Well, congratulations. Yeah. I know it feels bad, but actually this is a great step forward. And the fact that you're only 28 is amazing. I mean, most people never wake up. They live their whole lives pretending they're happy. <laughs> you know? I mean, it's pathetic. It is absolutely pathetic. I don't know why more people don't kill themselves. You know? Well, I mean, it, I, I realize, you know, we're going to get back in what you were talking about earlier, the caterpillar argument, but, I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at right now. You yeah. know I mean? I what, basically what? just... You, what do you mean? You're pretty much where you're at is what? Well, you used the analogy of a uh, caterpillar earlier. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much where I'm at. I mean, I'm just, uh, I'm just woken up to things like Nietzsche and Aristotle. And <laughs> oh God! How does it? How? What happened to you? What made you wake up? All right. Well, um, I grew up in a Christian family, and I woke up to that bullshit. And well, I was like, well. Well, I still wasn't ready to... But, I mean, how old... You say you woke up to that book. When? I mean, when you were 12, when you were 18, uh, when you were 25? What? How old were you when well, you realized that? This was about six or seven years. About six or seven years ago. Okay, so... And then I went to... I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, okay, so six or seven years ago, there was a, there was some instance, something that happened that... that uh, I mean, you'd probably been feeling that way, but all of a sudden, when you something must have happened six years ago or something, right? All of a sudden... It, it came to a head of some sort, and had, and and what? I mean, because most people just never do this. Most people just, uh, you know, just sort of go on pretending like uh, everything <laughs> they're doing is working and is fine, and just would rather not face those unpleasantnesses. And they are unpleasantnesses. Well, I mean, one of the things is is because I've I've always, for as long as I can remember, I've been, I've, I've been a fan of of history. Uh huh. And so you mean even when you were a kid, right? Yeah, okay. Uh, but you know, I was always taught never to 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 question, you know, history. So I mean, like the history of the church, you know, and, and the way it's taught in school, you know, it's never the the it was never the church did these things. It was a 
uh, European nationalism or know, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But you yeah. actually, but I'm curious. So, so uh, in your earliest, so when you say your parents were, what are they like nuts Christians, or are they? I mean, they really take it seriously. They're not just go to church on Sunday and forget it the rest of the week. They are like nutcase Christians, or what? Well, not really. I mean, it's not, they're no different than your average common Christian. You yeah, know, I mean, because uh, most Christians just pay it lip service. They go to church on Sunday and, and basically forget it the rest of the week, you know. But then there are a whole bunch of real nutcase Christians, you know. Who, who I, was, I was actually, I was one of those. Really? To be honest with you. When did, when yeah. did that start? Well, I mean, the, the thing with that is, is that... Uh, <laughs> My, uh, you know, the majority of my family, you know, they had jobs, you know, and, and other things like that. And, uh, they were just your, your okay. probably your average church goer, but I got more into the, uh, the, well, I didn't know, I didn't realize it at the time, uh, the rhetoric, you know. Uh-huh. Why do you and, think you got it? There's something about it drew you then, right? I mean, what, you heard some somebody talk and it moved you? or um, You know, because, I've, I've, see, I've never been a joiner. I mean, I've never in my life have I... I mean, I have done it, in case, but it's it's just... I've never been able to give myself to some human organization. You know, I, I just... I just I mean, maybe it's a shortcoming. I don't know. I I see it as good luck, but you know. And so it's always sort of. I mean, even when I was a little kid, I thought religion was bullshit. I mean, I, I didn't really understand why or anything. But I mean, I never. There was never a time in my life when I ever took Christianity seriously. I I just you know thought it was bullshit. Even when I was a little tiny kid. Yeah, well, I mean, on that, I guess. But no, uh, yeah, it's just. Uh, you know, none of their shit makes any damn. I mean, none of it makes sense. Uh, you know, what got me with that is I started reading what they, you know, the the Old Testament. You know, uh-huh. and as soon as I found out that that, uh, the the just a, a casual reading of that is a complete contradiction of everything that they teach me uh, the, oh in history in their, ah yeah in their history and yeah. their, even in their own doctrines yeah doesn't line up with that yeah so this what happened then is I went I went the other way I, I went Judaism oh really uh, yeah <laughs> you really are a Judaism. troublemaker man you really want to piss people off <laughs> I went to Judaism and uh you know, I mean, you know, I, I figure well, there ain't no sense in going to Muslim, you know, Islam. Yeah. Because that, that, that came out. You know, Christianity is based on, uh, in some ways or more, it's it's based on, uh, at least superficially, the the Judaic claim. Well, sure, so it, it builds on that, of course. Yeah. Well, so does Islam, though. I mean, Islam accepts the Old Testament and and the New Testament, in fact. Well, yeah, I mean, it's all very superficial, I mean... Well, it's, I wouldn't call it superficial, I'd just say it's uh, silly and old. <laughs> you know, it's just a, a very primitive understanding, the kind of understanding people thousands of years ago who didn't know shit about anything would come up with. <laughs> you know. 
bad. And the it's fact that anybody bad. takes any of that shit seriously at all, it just absolutely amazes me. I mean, it's just, it looks to me like just plain out insanity. You know, anybody that could seriously accept that stuff as the one and true only map for reality uh, has got to be brain damaged. Well, I mean, pretty much it, it, it all boils down to a epistemology pissing contest where words really didn't mean a damn thing anymore. And Tell me, what do you know about epistemology? I mean, to be honest with you, I don't know a whole. Where did you hear the a whole word? lot? I just, I just know that that's pretty much what happens. I mean, that's that's what goes on with uh, all these fragmented religious sections. Is they start arguing about definitions of words. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and, and that's what you you think epistemology is about uh, definitions of words. I could be wrong. Well, actually, that's entomology. Or it's, etymology, it's, sorry. It's, one of those. it's not entomology, it's etymology. Okay. Epistemology is related to that, though. I mean, that's why I was thinking, I'm surprised you even brought up that word, because uh, in all my life I've only heard that word out of outside of philosophy classes. I've only heard that word maybe four or five times in my whole life outside of the stuff I read. <laughs> you know, nobody knows the word epistemology, and so that's all. It sort of catches me off guard when somebody uses it. You know. <laughs> well, give me, give me a, a, a definition of that word. Well, it over. You know, I, I one of the things I did in college was I majored in uh, philosophy, and. Okay. Uh, when I was studying, I mean, this changes over time, but, but over the last hundred years or so, uh, professional philosophers tend to see their see philosophy as divided into two main branches. You know, just like, you know, in physics there's electricity and, you know, various subheadings of, of uh, physics. Well, philosophy has two main branches. One of them is what's called ontology, also known as metaphysics. And, and metaphysics deals with questions like what is the ultimate nature of reality, what's real, those kinds of questions are the kinds are ontological questions or metaphysical questions. And the other branch of philosophy is epistemology, which asks question, which is technically known as the theory of knowledge. And it, it doesn't ask what is real. It asks how do, what, what is knowledge itself? What does it mean when we say we know something? Uh, what yeah? What is knowledge? And, and when I say I know something, what does that mean? And how can you know that your t- knowledge is, uh, you know, is sufficient or meaningful? And how can you test your knowledge? Those are epistemological questions. Okay. Well, that is definitely that's a concept they don't have then. I apologize. No, that's okay. No, that's right. At least you heard the word before, and it gave me an opportunity to explain it to you. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all good. Yeah, I mean, I just 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 three weeks ago, I picked up this uh, the the portable Nietzsche, uh-huh. edited and translated by Walter Kaufman. Uh huh. I've just been browsing through that and. Things, but uh, well, there's a, a just there's endless resources available to you. Nietzsche's great. I mean, there are, and, and and of course, the problem with Nietzsche and a lot of that stuff is that 
as great as Nietzsche was, and he was, I, well, I think he was, anyway, I love Nietzsche, but he was writing well over a hundred years ago, and the world, although there is something to be learned from him, there are more modern writers that are far more relevant to what's going on today. Uh, the world has changed. I mean, really, it's not the same universe anymore. The, the universe he inhabited actually doesn't exist. And um, his words are, like I say, they're fun to read, especially if you're a historian of philosophy. But if you're serious about understanding the nature of reality instead of just talking about it, uh, I would... Uh, anyway, there, there's lots of more modern stuff that's really interesting. <laughs> But if you're having fun reading Nietzsche, I mean, as l actually, as long as it's fun, you should just keep doing whatever you're doing, as long as you're, you know, as it's fun for you and you're feeling like you're you're growing. Yeah. It's just, I mean, it, it's been a trip, I tell you that. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> you can think it's a trip now. <laughs> just, just hang on, man. <laughs> it's going to get even more interesting. But, uh, you know, I, I guess, you know, these, uh, you know, my concept, you know, is always, everything was based on morality uh -huh. of some sort. But, I mean, other than speaking in general terms, I mean, that shit just subjective. Well, yeah, it's just, it, listen... There's no, there's no point in even trying to understand any of that shit. You're right; it's just all a bunch of nonsense. But trying to pick it apart and figure it out, it's not worth it. The thing is to move on. You're done with that. Uh, there's no point in even trying to understand it because it's not even understandable. It's so full of shit and, and so full of nonsense that uh, the issue is: okay, now that you've been liberated for that, what the hell are you going to do with the rest of your life? That's where I'm at. I'm well, that's what so, I thought. So I'm so I'm so envious of you. You don't know right now, but I mean that's your job now. Now your job is now that you've totally lost all of your old bullshit. Now you can start creating some new bullshit. You know? <laughs> and but it'll be your creation this time, and it's totally up to you. And uh, you don't know exactly what that's going to mean now, but uh, now you can start. Now you can start looking around consciously. Which is way more than almost anybody ever does in their whole life. Just the very fact that you're conscious of how unconscious you are, <laughs> you know, is, uh, it feels bad, you know. I mean, it, it's, like I say, it, it doesn't always feel good to realize that you're an unconscious language robot, you know. Oh, but, no, you, you kind of border on uh, becoming manically depressed. Well, like I said, it, it is a tough thing. Uh, in fact, that's why I used to do, I, I probably should do it some more, the transhuman support line, because that's really what's happening to you is you're, well, no, it's not really, that's bullshit. That's how I would say it if I was a marketing person. But one way of thinking about what's happening to you is that you are uh, basically becoming a transhuman. You are all of the things that most humans accept as the most motivating and important things and reasons for existing uh, look like shallow nothing, you know? And, uh, and that's because 
uh, you know, you're not a human anymore, <laughs> you know. And uh, there are other things, and you don't know what they are yet, but uh, it's partially for you to discover and partially for you to create. Right. But like I say it's an awesome, and this is an awesome time to be alive in the history of the universe. Right now on this planet is the most amazing time you ever could possibly have been around. Especially at the age you're at. I mean, you know, there's a chance. I know this is going to sound a little weird, but maybe it won't sound too weird to you. There actually is a chance you may never die. And a fairly good chance, actually. You may be alive uh, a thousand years from now. You know, I smoke. <laughs> well, what, ah, well, maybe it's time you quit. I mean, that's just more of your old bad programming. You've dumped a whole bunch of your bad programming. Uh, you know, maybe you should start engineering dropping that bad programming, because if you do want to live forever, smoking is certainly not a good way to do that. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But if you don't want to live forever, then never mind. Go on smoking. You know, it's okay with me. <laughs> I used to smoke and I'll tell you quitting smoking is the easiest thing in the world it seems like it well it is it I'll tell you like it's the easiest thing in the world the only thing is you actually have to want to quit smoking <laughs> most people actually only want to want to quit smoking <laughs> yeah I, I kind of fall right yeah, there yeah they think they should quit smoking you know they think it would be a good idea for their health if they quit smoking, but the fact is they actually don't want to quit smoking, but when you get yourself to the point where you realize that you really don't want to smoke anymore, quitting smoking is the easiest thing in the world. You just don't smoke anymore because you actually don't want to smoke anymore. Uh, and if you know, and you can actually engineer yourself into that position if you're interested in doing that. If you, you know, but in yeah, I've done that. I've yeah. done that before for like three years, and then and then you oh you really are perverse, aren't you? Then you start yeah. it up again, what probably to show somebody just how much they hurt you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, if that's good, then you can quit again, and then not be such an idiot next time. <laughs> really, that's a good sign. How many times have you quit like that? I've I've managed to quit probably about. Four or five times. Really, for a year or more at a time, or what? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, then, good. You should just do that again. You know, and then this time, don't be an idiot. <laughs> don't, don't start up again. Because really, if you can get past first couple weeks, you've got it made. It's just stupidity yeah. at that point. I mean, if you start smoking again, it's just because you're a complete idiot. <laughs> you know, but you're not quite that dumb anymore. Obviously, you've woken up some since then, so. <laughs> Yeah, it's just uh Yeah. I could never go more for more than like two days. I mean I tried a whole bunch of times and I could I couldn't go more than a couple of days and I'd find some excuse to have one and then that was the end of it. You know, <laughs> I mean, one of my, one of the things, you know I just because I mean I've spent my whole life, you know, and uh God, you say, wait, wait, wait a minute, yeah, listen, you, you say I've spent my whole life. You sound like a 70-year-old man talking about it. <laughs> my whole life. You've got your whole life in front of you. You ain't even start. You just woke up. 
quit whining yeah. about, about what an unconscious idiot you were. You spent your whole life being an idiot. Okay, I got it. So who cares? Okay. Yeah. You know? There's nothing interesting there anymore to talk about. The, the issue is yeah. getting on with what's next. That's, I guess that's where silence comes in. I don't even know where to begin. Well, that's, you know, that's a damn good place, you know. Um, I don't like the word meditation in particular. But uh, the idea of sitting silently, uh, regularly, and just observing what's going on without... Well, anyway, I mean, there are a lot of different methods to do that. But uh, that's something very few people do, and that can be very good, especially in a time like now when, when you, you know, everything has just been shattered and you haven't put it back together yet. Um, you know, it's, it's, silence is a wonderful thing. To allow your, you know, again, to, instead of imposing a bunch of your old stupid ideas on what's next, allowing, you know, I mean, you still are going to have to do that, you know, but I mean, at least opening up enough to allow yourself to become aware of new possibilities, you know, and one way of doing that is just being quiet, and you certainly should get rid of your television. If you have a TV, you need to get rid of it. I don't. This is the only. Uh, my computer is just about it. Oh, that's good. You don't have a TV. Really, you don't have a TV. Remember, I, I'm the one that typed in the the, ah. the other message to you. I haven't had a TV okay. in okay. 10 years. Oh, that's right. Okay, sorry. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Well, you well, know, it's yeah, yeah. Well, so do you have plans? I mean, do you know? Do you have any idea of where it's going, or are you just sort of like at this point, just sort of like sitting in the middle of all the rubble, wondering what the hell just happened? <laughs> I mean, that, honestly, that's exactly where I'm at. You know, okay, like, yeah. This, this is real, really new, man. I mean, because I've just now got. I mean, the last three weeks, had the the little bit of critical thinking that I was ever uh, had ever achieved, or, or even been, or allowed myself. Uh, I I used those little bit of tools, and that's that's pretty much how I I come to the conclusion on Bolson. Yeah. You know the the religious question came, but really the the religious thing came up. Uh, how I saw through that one is, is I started studying on the internet uh, American law. American law. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's going over the Constitution and all that bullshit, and then I was looking at all these codes and acts and shit. Why were you? I'm sorry. Why were you studying that? Well, you know, I had I've been studying the Talmud, and uh, which I don't know if you know anything about that, but Not it's really. basically the Talmud is uh, is. is is, is uh, see how to explain this? It's a, it's an encyclopedia. I mean, uh, of, of laws that Jews are expected to follow. Okay, and you these date like, back to how far? I mean, back to Old Testament it. times. Is that far back or what? What well, is? I mean, it's more highly evolved than that. But it, it just it it breaches on the. I mean, it just gets. Re- 
ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you're talking about all all the laws of life about marriage and and uh, how to handle food and and all that kind of stuff and when to do this and when to do that and. Oh yeah, but yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it's it's far worse than anything you'd imagine. I mean, really? Because I mean, <laughs> every every imaginable part of your life is completely scripted. Really? Uh, by Interesting. That. Really? Yeah. Wow. And uh, you know that. And, and who? Li- but how? Okay, this is what just uh, the super orthodox Jews that actually live live by. I mean, there aren't probably very many Jews that actually live by that, are there? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's pretty much it's limited to the Orthodox, and, which was something that I was uh, trying to achieve. But I mean, but I mean, most Jews don't live uh, on their lives according to that. I mean, I think. Well, I don't know actually, but I'm assuming that most Jews are pretty not much like most Christians. They go to church and and they observe, you know, a sort of minimal set of rules about behavior and basically live their life any damn way they want to. But uh, you know, except when you see, like, say, Orthodox Jews, like in New York and in Israel, where they they got the curly sideburn things and they all dress alike and 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 all that, because they are living by an extremely strict set of rules. Yeah, that's 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 the well, the real Scotsman argument. But that's what a real Jew does is. You know, this just side curls and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Okay. They spend their whole we spend their whole lives uh, doing all over all these technicalities. I mean, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know. It's 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 like I say, it's not worth at least for me. It's not anything I'm even interested in learning anymore about. There's no end to the stupidity of human beings. You know. And their abilities to uh, entrap themselves in belief systems, and you know, it's just—it's literally, you know, it's, it's just this this incredible ancient hallucination, you know. Well, I mean, yeah. Once I was able to see that, uh, uh, you know, and I wholeheartedly took uh, took on trying to study. It's called halakha, it's the way, uh-huh. and uh, but. I don't know what compelled me um, uh, to start looking at American law, but when I started looking at it, I realized this is the same bullshit. (laughs) It's the same damn damn. I mean, the freaking the laws of the state is no damn different than any other religion. I mean, to me, it's a religion. No, some. I mean, driving on the right side of the road. I mean, there's some like traffic laws make sense. There are lots of not stupid laws, but you're also right. I mean, the rest of it's a religion. You're right. Well, I mean, it, that, that that stuff exists because people on that, that's more of a social norm. I mean, people would do that without a law. Um, yeah, yeah. I, okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you still have to codify it so people know what to do, though. I mean, there has to be some agreement about what side of the road we're going to drive on. Otherwise, there'd just be accidents all over the place if we didn't all agree uh, to which side of the road we were going to drive on. And have traffic lights and things like that. Otherwise, uh, tr- you know, traffic would just be, uh, uh, it wouldn't work, period. 
But again, that's a very limited domain. That's not law in the sense of moral principles. It's just a, a convenient so that we can keep traffic moving. Yeah. I mean, all the, all, uh, even the, the concept of equality is, is just a, a social contrivance. Yeah, I mean, this, this thing doesn't seem to exist in nature. Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean, it, it makes possible... Now, I haven't measured to what extent, but I mean, it makes possible throwing together more than one person, you know, to have some coexistence, but... Uh, my aggravation is, is that you really don't seem like to have much of an option is it to become an enemy of the state no, listen. Uh, to throw all that yeah. what's that? well no I listen <sighs> yeah I don't know I, I want to give you some other ways to think about this thing but actually uh, it's, I, I sense your frustration and I know all I, all I can say is just be open that there are there are you are tending to see things in either-or terms, that it's either one or the other, but actually there are a lot more options than you're currently thinking about. So you're sort of limiting yourself to either either the way it was or being against that way or something, you know. But there are lots of other options that are far more interesting and uh, even fun, <laughs> you know, and more right. So, So just um, be open to... to possibilities for things more than just because you seem to be like trying to tie yourself into some sort of unpleasant either or choice right but but it I mean again that either orness is something you are imposing on the situation it's not because the world itself is forcing this sort of either or choice on you you've you've been taught see, this is part of again the, the brain damage that you suffer from having been brought up in America and wherever you were brought up by your parents and the school system and all that, you and I are all brain damaged. But, you know, the good news is you can recover, you know, much of your functionality. <laughs> but but it takes some time. And one of the, one of the brain damage that, that's imposed on us is this idea that the world is divided up into this these mutually exclusive opposites as either this or that. You know, and and people pride themselves in being able to see both sides of an argument. Yeah, well, shit, there may be forty-two sides to the damn argument. Don't give me this. You can see both sides. Crap. <laughs> you know, um, the the world is full of opportunities for action, but uh, just don't get trapped in the. That's what this is again where the silence comes in handy. Uh, is is to, to be liberated from a lot of the old thinking that is still running. Even though you have this insight to what bullshit it all is, every time you every time you think about it in English, it's sort of like, you know, it's exactly. I mean, thinking about it in English reinforces all those old ideas because they're actually built into the language that we think in. So it becomes a real. That's again why it's why silence can be useful is is to uh, is to not be so captured by the the way we think in words because, like I say, the language. Uh, tends to uh, reinforce the old thinking, even when you so even when you argue against it. You know the, the very structure of the language. I mean, it's very tricky stuff. This is this is very tricky stuff. <laughs> As you already yeah, know. 
Yeah, and, and, and then I went and taught myself how to argue these things uh, in Hebrew. Oh, Jesus. You can speak Hebrew? I can read it. I can... Uh, you can mouth it, anyway. Can, well, you have a, can you have a conversation with somebody in Hebrew? Not modern, no. Yeah, okay. Uh, well, so you must have really taken this shit seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how long, How many years were you doing this? Uh, total? I mean, probably... I mean, really, since I was a, since I was a kid. I mean, I, I have, like... Well, your parents were Christians, though, right? Right. I mean, I didn't get into the whole uh, uh, Hebrew thing till about six or seven years ago. And all of that's pretty much been self-taught. So you're not a member of, but, a, of a synagogue anywhere? Or uh, so you, this is something you've been doing on your own? Yeah, it, 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 for the most part, yeah, it's been something I've done on my own. I mean, I've, I've undertook it, uh, you know, once once I realized that the the, the, the text that they that, that all these religions rely on wasn't written in English. Yeah, yeah, I figured I might as well learn the language that it was actually written in. <laughs> right. Which then, that brought me to the thing, you know, then I had to decide which text I was going to use. I mean... It, <laughs> it's just it's bullshit, you know. It, it it struck me. I said, you know, how can they claim, or how? Why would they claim? I mean, it's just an act of of, of deceit. But uh, you know, they 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 claim the preserved word of God, and it, it, no years goes without it, it goes without ceasing that uh, they're continually re-editing these texts. Yeah. I need to make you say whatever the hell they wanted to say. Yeah. Well, hell, I mean, I could do that. Yeah. I mean, give them a little time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, like I say, um, I know you're, you're well, because this just happened to you a couple of weeks ago, so, but this is a process that's going to be with you. You're going to be responding to this and growing with this for the rest of your life. You're, ne you're never going to get over this and get back to normal. You know, you you've made a discovery, and uh, and that's a process that's going to lead you on to create the rest of your life, and uh, and I would just encourage you to not spend too much time being pissed off about what a bunch of stupid shit there is out there, and you know, and how much time you wasted and all this, and, and just uh, spend your time figuring out what the hell you're going to do now. Well, I mean, my my main thing. That I, one of the main things I want to do is have three children. Why? Three, two, and a newborn. Why? Wait, wait a minute. Oh, you have three children already? Yes. Ah, you're married? Or I, yes, I am married. Okay, you're married with three kids, and you're 28 years old, and you just right. figured out that everything is bullshit. Right. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well... Are you are are you making okay money? I mean, are you, is survival an issue, or uh, are you stable that way? Oh, uh, that's always an issue, you know. Okay, you, yeah, that's a big you, problem then. Yeah. You spend like I said, you spend your your uh, you do if you run your course like I did and make religion the all 
the all be all, then you don't have time to 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 think about your career, improving yeah, your yeah. your your actual circumstances. Yeah, I understand. I know so, exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So, what are your priorities now? Do you have? Are you still just confused, or do you actually have uh, made any commitments to to anything? Well, my main priority. Is I want to try to. Oh, this. Sorry. Uh, I want to. Keep, I want my kids. I want to give my kids the the, the the tools to learn how to think. I don't. Want, not so much teaching what to think. Listen, man. Just have this conversation with them all the time. Just talk out loud with them and say exactly the way you've been talking with me, and they will get it. You don't have to do anything except spend time and be honest with them because. That's what they're going to learn. So you don't have to worry about them as long as they're around you and if you react honestly with them. You know, so that's, that's you know, if you're there, then uh, you'll be able to do that. Sorry, I'm having problems hearing you. Really? Uh, yeah. I got a cheap mic, uh, a cheap headset. Well, someone else said they were having trouble hearing me too, so it may be something. I think it may be Skype, actually. I'm not quite sure what's going on. I, I got to test my mic some more. But uh, yeah. yeah, it was fine. Now I'm getting background noise and. Yeah, yeah. I I think probably it's Skype because. Uh, Nothing really has changed here, so it, the only thing I can figure is Skype. Skype has been messed up for six weeks, eight weeks now. It's still messed up, and uh, yeah, you know. I just got Skype uh, last night. Still trying to figure out how to work. You're doing good. You got on here. Your sound is good, so uh, you're doing great. Yeah. Hold on, just a second. Um, okay. I need to just. Okay, I just wanted to see if anybody was still here. Are you still there? Okay, yeah, you're still there. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Uh, Looks like we're it, aren't we? Uh, Well, yeah, Jay Pimp's still here. Or at least his name is still there. A lot of times people, you know, are still in the room, but they just go away and they're not even around. So you never, you really never know whether anybody's there or not. Anyway, this Skype cast um, has, uh, again, ended. And I think I'm going to take a little break before I start a new one. But it's Sunday night, so we'll probably have more of Pope Nerdo. Who knows? Uh, right, you know, dude. I really appreciate your candor. Uh, I mean, um, it's you know, you're really at, at just an amazing time in your life, and you got big challenges, especially having kids and a family and everything, and, and waking up to really that the whole world is nonsense. And <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not an easy. Po- See, I'm I was really lucky is that I woke up when I was 21, and. That was before I got married and had kids, you know. So, and I knew right at that moment that I would probably never get married and have kids because the only thing I was really interested in was my own enlightenment. 
and uh, and I knew that I, I couldn't do that and actually be responsible for somebody else too because I could barely be responsible for me. So consequently, uh, I've never you know I never got married, never had kids. I spent my whole life um, being a monk, sort of, I guess you know. But that was what I wanted well, to do, you know. Well, see, I was never that logical. I mean. Uh, if I had been, I would have done things quite a bit I never differently. was either. I never was until, like I say, until I was 21. I mean, it, uh, you know, I mean, I, I, and actually even after that, I still did a lot of really dumb things, but, but I never got married. <laughs> I never, I mean, I knew that that was not going to work out for me because, you know, that just would not work, you know. I'd be in jail. I mean, I would have killed somebody by now, I'm sure. <laughs> So uh, I mean, I, so I was very fortunate, and, and that's allowed me a lot of freedom in my life because I haven't had to think about whether you know my actions are going to impact other people or not. Um, so, you know, well, that's you know that's something I guess I'm not really even free to to uh, and 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 that's more self-imposed, but. Oh, no, listen, it's not more, it's totally and absolutely self-imposed. Plenty of people walk away from uh, every from their entire lives and just walk away from it and start over, you know, and uh, and that is always an option. If you, you know, it's a, it's a choice, there are consequences, uh, all sorts of stuff, um, but everybody, I mean, that that's one of the scary things is the truth is you are free to do everything anything as long right. as you can live with the consequences of it you know uh, you know and, and, and you can choose and, and then I mean and that's all we ever do is we choose we take action and then we choose to live with the consequences of our behavior you know yeah. and that's well I mean I yeah go ahead well no <laughs> well I mean the thing Really, I mean, what I want to do is is I want to, uh, to the best I can, uh, you know, honor the contract I made with my wife, and uh, honor the the natural relationship I have with my kids until uh -huh. they say fuck you. I don't I don't want to deal with you yeah. anymore and voluntarily leave, as they seem to do when uh, whenever they reach any age of discretion. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or they may actually love you too. You know, they might. They don't have to say "fuck you" and leave. They might say, "I love you, but I'm moving out." <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. That's always an option too. Yeah. But. But basically, I, I. I guess that's that's where I'm at. I want to give them the the. I want to attempt anyway to give them tools that I didn't have. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they can make something better of it. Well, you can do that. I mean, you can... Uh, how old are they? Three to a newborn. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, yeah. They're right... Especially a three-year-old. I mean, they're right on the verge of it. You can... Over the next five years... Uh, ten years... Well, yeah, even five or ten... Yeah. You may want to take... Uh, you know, I'm about to start teaching a class on language use. And one of the courses is going to be for parents. It's a year-long course about how language influences us and the problems with English and really about parents how they can basically brainwash their children a lot better than they were brainwashed by their parents I mean because ultimately you are brainwashed not brainwashing but you're, you're programming your children 
I mean, there's no way right. to avoid that. The question is, are you going to program them well, or are you going to program them badly? <laughs> you know, and and there are certain principles of language that if if a child knew from the beginning would help them avoid so much stupidity. You know, just not having to deal with it on a case-by-case basis, but when you cut the stupidity at the language level, it's just like entire classes of problems cease to exist. Right. So, uh, well, I mean, one of the things... Go ahead. One of the things that I want to teach them is, uh, is to not, not rely on, or, you know, not to be lazy in thinking. Yeah. You know, just to merely rely on heuristics. You know, if you're going to buy something or whatever it is, you know. Well, see, they're I mean, going to learn had from a, you. If, see, you're, if, this, if that's the way, see, however you think is what they're going to learn. Right. You know, they're going to pick up. Actually, that's one of the scary things to me about having kids is that is that they are reflections of you. Everything you love about yourself and everything you hate about yourself, and, and they're gonna they're gonna pick up on all of it, <laughs> you know, and and yeah. you get to see it in them. So um, yeah, what you need to do is just continue. As I say, I think you're just on a great in a great place, you know, uh, except that you're focusing too much on the past and resenting uh, what was done to you instead of focusing more on okay, now that I'm awake, uh, how am I going to maximize my uh, benefits out of this, you know, instead of, like, right. complaining about what was done to you. And you're right. I mean, it was done to you. <laughs> but, you know, it's irrelevant at this point. Yeah, I guess it's, it's just, uh, just pretty much just learning how to articulate these things, you know. Yeah. You, just, you know, you go through a, a, a good portion of your life Sensing how you've been robbed or how you've robbed yourself, you know. Yeah, I know. And not really ever being. What's that? No, I said, yeah, I know. I know exactly what you're talking it, about. And just the fact to be able to articulate it, which, I mean, the majority of people don't even realize the change exists. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they think that, you know, being in, a, in America and all of that such great shit, but I mean, Retract the benefits of the state, and you get the same bullshit you got in Russia, you yeah. know, the Soviet Union. Yeah, yeah, I mean. listen, yeah. No, listen. You're absolutely right. You have woken up, sort of, uh, but there are more awakenings yet. It's not. There isn't just one waking up. There are <laughs> several different ones. Uh, so you've woken up from one state of hypnosis, but unfortunately, you've just woken up to a slightly more widely encompassing hypnosis. Uh, and what you're experiencing now is not the ultimate thing. It's just uh, you've woken up one level. And that's, of course, more than probably 98% of humans ever do. Maybe not that. Maybe 95%. I don't know. But uh, you're fortunate, well, and unfortunate, because, of course, it, it solves one whole set of problems, but it creates a whole new set of problems. Right. <laughs> you know, you, you no longer you know, have to waste your time doing a bunch of stupid shit that you were, was pointless before, but now a whole new uh, new sets of issues arise. And, um, and, and, again, you can go beyond this one, too. So it's, you know, like I say, fasten your seatbelt. <laughs> Try to get some uh, financial stability if you can. That's very helpful. You know, I mean, if you can at least, you know, pay your bills and and not be 
on the verge of murdering anybody in your family. You know, if you if you can do that much, then then you've got the space within which to begin exploring the universe. Yeah, you're really choppy right now. Really sorry. Uh, it, 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 I think it's better now. <laughs> okay. yeah. Well, anyway, uh, listen, I, I need to get off here for a while. I'll be back in a little while. Um, and um, uh. anyway, uh, hold on a second here. Let me. Um, yeah. Okay. What should I call you? I mean, what uh, name should I call you? You just call me Barry. Barry? Okay. I mean, I, I don't mind yeah. calling you Accept, you know, if, if you like that. Well, that's fine. I don't really care, but, uh, you know, in any case, you know, if we talk some more, I'll, I'll get to know you, and, um, you know, we'll see. So thanks for uh, thanks for coming by and talking. I appreciate it. Yeah. You going to be on any time tonight? Oh, yeah, I'll probably be back in a little while. I'm not quite sure what title, you know, or, again, see, I mean, it's sort of odd that there is nobody in here, because usually, you know, after a little while, there are like 20 people, 30 people in here, so (laughs) I don't know what's going on tonight, but it's rare that, you know, although actually not so much, I mean, you know, because basically I usually do only talk one-on-one, you know, because it's not, doesn't work to have all the mics open, so, um, you know, that's what I do anyway, usually, so... Anyway, yeah, I'll be back in a while, but I'm not quite sure what the title will be, or even if it'll be Pope Nerdo. I might do it under another name. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But it'll, hey, yeah. Do you guys? Do you recommend any good any good reads? Any any good books? Oh, I sure can. Hold on a second. I'll send you my bibliography. Hold on. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you asked because. Uh, I have a wonderful book. I mean, this again, it's the, a book list. It's on my off my website. So, if you go to that um, that link, that will All right. show you. Where's that link at? That's on mm-hmm. my website. Oh, you mean where? You should be getting yeah, a message. Yeah. Okay, I see it. Yeah, yeah, and and those are all the books. Uh, uh, it's a little out of date. It's probably two years. I haven't changed it in a couple of years, but uh, you know, there's really only one or two authors that are missing. That's all the stuff that was important, you know, except for the very latest things. So, uh, now let me warn you: don't, don't, don't undertake to learn Hebrew. At least I, I have no intention of learning Hebrew. Thank you. No, I'm biblical Hebrew. You know, I have no intention of learning any other foreign <laughs> languages. I know I teach English as a second language, and I know exactly how difficult it is for an adult to learn a new language so I have no intention of doing that <laughs> yeah yeah there's a tendency to rob yourself of the vocabulary and uh, spelling ability that you have I've noticed that that mine has diminished considerably since I've wasted the last six years trying to understand Hebrew so. <laughs> well I tell you, listen you got your whole like I say um, I would just quit worrying about where you were and how you got here, although, I mean, it's good to understand that, and just focus a lot more energy on getting clear about what your intentions for the future are. So, uh, anyway, listen, I'm going to take off for a little while. I'll be back in a while. All right. Yeah, bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.